This is Vincent, and you're listening to Liberal Lies, Liars, and True Believers. We all know that liberals lie. They lie all the time. And their friends in the media lie, too. Their uninformed, true believers claim that liberals are the smartest people in the room. But the facts prove that wherever they have power, there is only failure. Our job is to expose their lies, to stand up to their lies, and to keep our freedom. With everyone wearing masks these days, it makes you focus on looking at a person's eyes, doesn't it? That's what you notice about people now, their eyes. Have you noticed that a lot of eyes look worried? They sort of squint at you, and there are dark circles under them. Now, I know some people are worried about the pandemic, and everyone is doing some extra pandemic drinking, but that doesn't account for the dark circles and the look. And if they weren't wearing masks, you'd see that many of them have their mouths wide open just like zombies. No doubt about it, they're all showing the signs of election panic. Nothing else explains it. People have had enough. They're at the end of their ropes. They can't watch another political ad or listen to another speech or watch another talking head on TV telling them that Joe Biden can't lose. They want this election to be over, and everyone is worried. Hillary Clinton said that she's sick to her stomach thinking that Donald Trump might get a second term. I can only imagine how Bill Clinton is feeling, because I have a feeling that when Hillary feels sick to her stomach, she makes sure that everyone around her feels a lot worse than she does. And as soon as this election is over, and the votes are counted, and we have a winner, and no one knows when that'll be because of all of the mail-in ballots, then and only then will at least half the country get back to normal. If Joe Biden wins, Democrats will breathe a huge sigh of relief. They'll have gotten away with the biggest election theft in history, with a lot of help from a corrupt media. The loudest celebration will be heard from Hunter Biden, because, one, he'll never be prosecuted for his crimes, and two, he's going to be one very rich son of a president. No one knows for how long, of course, because his dad could be a victim of the 25th Amendment not long after he's sworn in. If President Trump is the winner, you'll hear different sounds, crying and wailing and sobbing, to name just a few. You'll hear a lot of those sounds from network anchors and just about everybody at CNN, and the rest of the media, too. The other sounds you'll hear are the noise of riots breaking out in many American cities, the sound of police sirens and gunfire, which is what you usually hear on weekends in most cities run by Democrats, but it will now be joined by the sounds of looting and burning. If only everyone could just keep repeating the serenity prayer, Maybe it would help keep things quiet. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and wisdom to know the difference. If Joe Biden wins, within a very short time, a lot of people will be wishing they could change something, like their vote. There should be some kind of prayer to cover elections. But I looked, and I can't find any. Not that there aren't a lot of different prayers, prayers to every god you can name, prayers for just about anything, but nothing that covers what's happening in this election. This one might have even God wondering what the hell has happened to America. And the only person I can think of who thinks this is all too funny is the devil himself. Right about now, 
God must be overwhelmed with prayers from Democrats and Republicans, all imploring him to help their candidate. I don't think God takes sides in an election, but that won't stop people from inundating heaven with their prayers. Of course, I do hear some Republicans saying that if Democrats are praying, it's more likely that they're asking the devil for his help because they've made a bargain with the devil when they nominated Joe Biden. I think that any bargain made between heaven and hell would have both sides agreeing that politics is no place for heaven or hell. If you go online, you can find thousands of websites that claim they can give you a prayer that guarantees that you'll get the miracle you're looking for. It'll cost you a few dollars, but you can get a guaranteed miracle. In the Catholic religion, I saw that there are four elements of prayer listed. There is a prayer of adoration, of blessing. Now, that doesn't seem to cover elections. Then, there's the prayer for contrition or repentance. Now, that must be something for after the election. Then, there's the prayer of thanksgiving or gratitude. Again, that's for after the election, too. Then, there's the prayer for supplication, petition, and intercession. This is definitely the kind of prayer that people are saying for this election. If you look up supplication in the dictionary, it reads, The action of asking or begging for something earnestly or humbly. He fell to his knees in supplication. For Democrats, it means, Please, God, don't let Donald Trump get a second term. I'm begging you, please, I'll do anything if you can help. You can't let that orange-haired son of a gun get four more years in the White House. Republicans beg for just the opposite. I'm on my knees, God. Look at me, on my knees. You can't let Joe Biden win this election. You just can't. Think of how much fun it'll be if Trump wins. The media will go crazy. And Nancy Pelosi, too, not to mention Hillary. Come on, God. This'll be so great if you can help President Trump. Amen. Then, there's this site where you can buy a book that tells you all about miracles. It says, Be amazed by the remarkable recovery of a deathly ill man after a mysterious mist fills his hospital room. Witness a badly burned man grow all new skin without the need for grafts. Shed a tear of joy as a blind dog is rescued from a raging snowstorm. It doesn't say anything about helping your candidate win, but... There are three inspirational booklets conveniently bound into one pocket-sized volume. Surely, there's something in there that can help the president or Joe Biden. If that doesn't work for you, then you can turn to Pastor Joseph. Pastor Joseph, it says on the website, is an anointed man of God. He'll say a miracle prayer that works instantly to help you in your situation. You can't ask for anything more than that, can you? A prayer that works instantly to help in your situation. I can think of a lot of times when I could have used a miracle prayer to help me in my situation. If only I had known about Pastor Joseph. It says, Pastor Joseph can help you, no matter the billows and the storms that have rocked your life. With Jesus, your life will change. Christ not only did great wonders, he also gave authority to all those who believe in his name to perform miracles. I guess that includes Pastor Joseph. Are you suffering from the bondage of sin? He must be talking about Hunter Biden. Do you have a sickness that doctors are failing to treat? Like liberalism? 
Is there anyone who has a demonic possession in your home? No, Pastor Joseph. Thankfully, no Democrats live in my house. He says, Jesus Christ still lives and remains the same of all times as his word says in Hebrews 13.8. The time of miracles is as alive as the precious blood of Christ, who is still able to forgive sins and cleanse all evil, even the most despised person in society. I knew he'd get around to talking about Hillary Clinton sooner or later. And all you have to do to get that badly needed miracle is to fill out the form on his website telling him what you need. Be sure to include your email address. Later on, I'm sure that he'll ask for banking and credit card information. This guy should be running for office. There are many telephone numbers that you can call on the Internet. They're all those 800 numbers. And you can buy miracles on them. And then there's that place where you can get 25 powerful prayers for miracles to happen. And finally, there's the Complete Idiot's Guide to Christian Prayers and Devotions. I think that book was specifically written for any supporters of AOC and the Squad. And, of course, The Atlantic has something to say about prayer. And, as usual, it's dumb. You can always count on them to give a very pretentious answer to a simple question. An article by Olga Kazan takes the position that prayer can make anxiety worse. She writes, A new study in sociology of religion suggests that prayer can help ease anxiety, but whether it does so depends on the personality of the God they believe in. Matt Bradshaw of Baylor University says that some people form an avoidant or insecure attachment to God, meaning that they do not necessarily believe that God will be there when they need Him. For them, prayer may feel like an unsuccessful attempt to cultivate and maintain an intimate relationship with God. Is that like, Hey God, I know you're very busy and you've never actually answered any of my prayers, but this time, just this one time, you have to listen to me. If you don't listen, then maybe we can't be friends anymore. And I think you'll miss me if I don't talk to you anymore. So what I'm asking here is that you make it so that Joe Biden is elected. Okay? Is that too much to ask? I sure hope the answer to that question is yes. One of the most famous prayers in history was the one that General George Patton asked a chaplain to write during World War II. He needed to move his troops quickly to rescue soldiers surrounded by the Germans. But the weather was terrible so he called in a chaplain. I found this story on a site called History on the Net. In the story, it says that General Patton said, Chaplain, I want you to publish a prayer for good weather. I'm tired of all these soldiers having to fight mud and floods as well as Germans. See if we can get God to work on our side. The chaplain said, Sir, it's going to take a pretty thick rug for that kind of praying. And then Patton said, I don't care if it takes a flying carpet. I want the praying done. Chaplain O'Neill said, Yes, sir. May I say, General, that it usually isn't a customary thing among men of my profession to pray for clear weather to kill fellow men. Patton said, Chaplain, are you trying to teach me theology, or are you the chaplain of the Third Army? I want a prayer. Yes, sir. The chaplain wrote this prayer. Almighty and most merciful Father, we humbly beseech thee of thy great goodness to restrain these immoderate rains 
with which we have had to contend. Grant us fair weather for battle. Graciously hearken to us as soldiers who call upon thee that, armed with thy power, we may advance from victory to victory and crush the oppression and wickedness of our enemies and establish thy justice among men and nations. Patton's adjutant, Colonel Harkins, later wrote, Whether it was the help of the divine guidance asked for in the prayer or just the normal course of human events, we never knew. At any rate, on the 23rd, the day after the prayer was issued, the weather cleared and remained perfect for about six days, enough to allow the Allies to break the backbone of the von Rundstedt offensive and turn a temporary setback into a crushing defeat for the enemy. He said, God damn, look at the weather. That O'Neill sure did some potent praying. Get him up here. I want to pin a medal on him. The chaplain came in the next day. The weather was still clear when we walked into General Patton's office. The General Rose came from behind his desk with hand outstretched and said, Chaplain, you're the most popular man in this headquarters. You sure stand in good with the Lord and the soldiers. The General then pinned a bronze star medal on Chaplain O'Neill. I can picture President Trump calling in the White House chaplain. Chaplain, have you got a prayer for the elections? We need a good prayer, a prayer that will get results, a prayer that will get me elected for a second term. I want you to do that before the election on Tuesday. I want you to talk to God and come up with something that will get all the undecided voters to vote for me, especially in Pennsylvania and Michigan. Do you understand what I'm saying? And if I win, I'll award you the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Yes, Mr. President, but I don't know if God will think it's a good idea to get involved in elections. Chaplain, are you trying to teach me theology, or are you the chaplain of the White House? I want a prayer. And remember, all of the evangelicals are voting for me, not Joe Biden. Yes, sir, Mr. President, I'll write you the best damn election prayer that you've ever heard. A lot of people are praying for this election, mostly that it finally comes to an end. Democrats are praying, Republicans are praying, the Europeans are praying, the Russians are, and the Chinese too. All over the world, people are praying that this election goes one way or the other. Does anyone really know whose prayers will be answered? I don't think so. The polls are that close, so close that either candidate can win. Maybe the only person who knows for sure is Pastor Joseph, and he isn't telling anyone.